Hardwired for Life. Welcome to the Hardwired for Life podcast with hosts Jana Rawling and Sharon Luzzi. We are hardwired as humans with foundational needs such as love, creativity, and purpose. We believe in teaching and living foundations of love, family, community, worship, and justice. We live to glorify God while helping people passionately pursue Him, feel valued, and create positive change in their lives. Kingdomites. That's Jenna Rowling. And that's Sharon Luzzi. Just a little housekeeping. I would like to ask you guys to go ahead and visit our hardwiredforlife.com website. And if you would please uh, subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen. Plus, we now have a Patreon account. So For as little as $5 a month, you can support us and you'll get things like books we've written and uh, as well as exclusive content to our first module of our new Foundations of Love online course. So that would be amazing. And email us at hardwired365.com with your risky faith story. We want to share them on the air. So Risky Faith Story is as easy as answering these three questions. One, how do you trust God? Or how did you trust God? Did you trust and obey Him? And we're really talking about a a situation where you had to like have faith, you know? Um, And obey Him and trust Him if that's what you chose to do. And then what happened? Or, you know, did you obey Him or didn't you? Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. And and what happened? What was the result of that? Okay. Now I rushed through that. I'm actually a little... Um, this is kind of a hard word to give. It, it, not that we're just sitting here going, Oh, I'm, I'm going to now give you a word. A word from the Lord. Thus says the Lord. I'm just kidding. That's not how it is. <laughs> uh, but I do consult the Lord when I, you know, before doing one of these podcasts. And he actually brought up something that is a little, I mean, it's, it's a warning. Basically, it's a warning. Mm-hmm. And trust me, I asked him if we could just turn the page to something else. And he was like, no, do you, do you you're going to talk about this. So, uh and I'm looking at Ezekiel twenty-two, twenty-three, where we have two sisters. We have a whole, a whole lot and a whole So they're two sisters, and they're actually sinning. And uh, basically, what we're talking about is that they represent Israel and Judah, and they end up prostituting themselves in Egypt. So. That's not good. And the chapter continues and describes exactly how they're prostituting themselves. And I don't want to talk about all that because it's not cool. Um, But they did everything you would imagine prostitution to be. And that wasn't a good thing. And so, again, when I was like, Lord, can we just turn to another page? Because I really don't want to talk about this. Um, 
I open up to the book of Daniel and immediately read where Daniel has made up his mind not to defile himself because of the king's food and wine and whatever else. Um, so there's a quite a contrast here between the two prostitutes and they are just completely disobeying God. They have no moral compass, basically. And then you've got David on the other side of the pendulum who is, I mean, to the point of, of risking his own life, he is sticking to his morals. He's sticking to his ground. And I think that this is something that the Lord is really, he's saying, hey, you guys, um, you know, it's time to get serious. And I know, what was it just last week or the week before that, where Sharon and I gave kind of a hard one as well, where we, you know, a hard word where we were talking about um, clear and present danger. Mm -hmm. And again, that's a, that was a warning. And so here we are again, and we're like, Lord, are you serious? Can't we talk about something fun and fluffy and nice? Um, you know? Yeah. But that's not the case. Um, so we're here again with a warning. And as we dug a little bit deeper into this warning and started to go, okay, now what does this really mean? Like, Lord, what are you trying to, to tell us here? How's an easy, how can we put this easily to our listeners is really what it comes down to without spending time teaching about the prostitutes and, you know, getting into all the details um, and teaching about Daniel. Um, so he mentioned the narrow and the wide gates, mm. right? So I just thought I'd read that. So we are in Matthew 7, 13 and 14. And this is the amplified version. So it says, enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad and easy to travel is the path that leads the way to destruction and eternal loss. And there are many who enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow and difficult to travel is the path that leads the way to everlasting life. And there are few who find it. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so why do you think they don't find it? Well, first of all, I think that people aren't even looking. Oh, wow. I don't think they're paying attention. Okay. I think a lot of people are on the path, and... They're walking along and it, you know, they, as the Holy Spirit convicts, they do feel the pressure, mm -hmm. but honestly, I don't think when it comes to the narrow path, I don't think they're even, I don't know. How can you not want it mm -hmm. is what I'm thinking. Right. You know, how could you not want that? And, and to say that when it says that few, there are few who find it. I mean, that is just mind boggling. Yeah. It's disturbing. It's very disturbing, you know, it's, it's, it's not, um, well, it's not easy. Um, well, it becomes extremely uncomfortable when you start walking that narrow path. You're separated from your family often, not always, but often. Friends, you have many, many sets of friends because you change <clears throat> if you're continuing to walk with the Lord on that narrow path. 
Now here's something that I thought about when you were saying that, that it's almost like you have to become aware of the scripture. Mm-hmm. Now, not that we don't read it in church because we do. We've heard pe- pastors preach on it. Mm-hmm. We've, you know, this is something that we've, if that was my dog in the background, by the way, shaking his collar. <laughs> You're like, what is that weird noise? The, the Eddie Meister. That's the Eddie, the Eddie dog. <laughs> so, um, but even though we hear about this story until the Holy Spirit really uncovers it for us and put, places it in our hearts, I think that here's what I'm here's what I was saying when when I I think about people are not even looking for it is that until it becomes real to you and until you make the conscious choice to be one of the ones on the narrow path mm-hmm. I think the path just stays kind of wide open right you know but once we decide okay I'm I want to be one of those few mm-hmm. I want to get in Right. You know, and, and once you choose to go in, um, I think that's when you really recognize how narrow it is. Yeah. And how, and it keeps getting narrower mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't fit in this anymore. Mm-hmm. It's so narrow. My feet are too wide for the path. Mm-hmm. And it almost becomes, sometimes I call it razor thin. Oh, yeah. Like, it feels like you're standing on the edge of a blade. Like, that's mm-hmm. how narrow it is. Mm-hmm. And it's cutting into your feet because it hurts. Right. <laughs> it's right. terrible. Yeah. But sometimes that's how it feels. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think what's difficult is we become comfortable with what we know about God or our, our walk with God. And it should become uncomfortable. If those things aren't happening, we're often... Mm, on the wide place still. Yeah. Yeah. If, if things are just like status quo. Right. You're still on the wide path mm-hmm. with all the other people. Mm-hmm. And I think what, I think what happens is you start out with a mindset, whatever that is. And if you don't put the word in there, <clears throat> you don't sit with God and the Holy Spirit isn't working on you, you become comfortable. And because you become so comfortable, you become blind and it's easy just to go out there and do the status quo and do the regular and, oh, well, this is good. I, I'm keeping my goals. I'm yeah. keeping in that pattern, that comfortable pattern that I'm in. Well, and I think that we have to change our goals. You know, mm-hmm. when, we, when we decide that we want to be on that narrow path, mm-hmm. we have to, you know, goals become totally different. Oh, yeah. They become, they become things like, saying, okay, I'm not going to be the sisters prostituting myself in Babylon, okay, mm-hmm. A. You know, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be Daniel, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make that, that decision. Mm-hmm. And, and so what that means, it can mean a lot of things, but one is to just know your, where is your own moral compass? Like where, where do you place your values and your beliefs? Mm-hmm. And you have to, sometimes you have to write them down. Like you have to know this. So that when conflict happens, you know where you stand. Right. And Daniel knew exactly where he stood when it came to eating. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a lot of other things too, because mm-hmm. he was given wisdom and understanding mm-hmm. from the Lord, as well as the ability to interpret dreams and mm-hmm. um, visions. And, but he knew his, he knew where his boundaries were. Right. And it takes work. Yep. A it lot takes, of work. Yeah. A lot of work, not only to re- 
design your boundaries, you know, reset your boundaries mm-hmm. and your moral compass, but also to practice it. Yes. And be aware and catch yourself. We were talking on another podcast, catching yourself. Don't beat yourself up, but catch right. yourself and then continue on the path. And then move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Catch yourself and move on. Don't look back. Just, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. focus on the next, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was interesting too. The whole Babylon thing is the, the sisters, which is Israel and Judah, which is all of his people, the grafted in and the non-grafted in, really has a lot to do with just Satan's ways. Sure. Yeah. And the will of God is not often our will, and it, we should make sure it is, because yeah. otherwise we're just practicing the ways of the world. Yeah. And you know that story also in Ezekiel 23, when you read through it, it, it really talks also about how Israel and Judah... Or how the the, the girls mm. are, um, but when you say prostitute yourself, so we have this phrase called getting into bed with, mm-hmm. and sometimes business people say that, mm-hmm. like when they get part, partners with someone else, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I'm getting into bed with whatever company, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what, that's what God is talking about is that Israel and Judah were partnering mm-hmm. with other uh peoples and nations yes. that they were not supposed to partner with. Right. And they were, so that's what the prostitution was. Mm-hmm. You know, they were doing things that went outside of what God wanted them to do. And they mm-hmm. were after the, the gold, they were after the money, they were after the position and the pride. They wanted to be, um, they wanted to be like that guy. They wanted to be somebody. Exactly. They wanted to be somebody. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That phrase. Right? Oh, sad. <laughs> wanted to be somebody. I want to be somebody. I want to be a. <laughs> I, was, I understand. I was thinking of Sage on the stage. Oh, there you, know? you go. I want to be a. I was trying to think of one for pastor, but it didn't come to me. That was very effective. So. Well, you know what I think too. Uh... This language is so strong in in Ezekiel and in these two chapters about Israel and Judah and the sisters, and the strong language is just as strong on the other side where we want to be that intimate with God. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, no, you're being intimate with the world. Yep. You know how the world operates. I remember in high school, uh, knowledge that we have now, this is so interesting that the Lord had showed me this. It seems like we know the latest trend because of the news. Well, when we were in high school, you know, we were trying to, in 12 years old, trying to go see the Rolling Stones and the Beatles. Okay. And we all knew where the hot hot ticket bands were going to be, but it wasn't announced anywhere. But we knew where it was. It was like word of mouth subculture. Right. Right? So we need the word of mouth subculture with God. Sure. We need yeah. that, that subculture of God in the world, which I'm going to make a statement here. It's soon, <laughs> soon to be coming to a world near you, the kingdom of God, which will be the flip of that. Sure. But you yeah. need to be in that intimate place with him that, that's not of the world. We have right. to know how he is and who he is. Yeah. Which means that we have to know who we are also. Absolutely. And what we are um, as far as his children. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of, like I said, it's kind of a hard one. It's it's a warning. Um, we We just have to take care and begin to look inside of ourselves or look in the mirror, yep. so to speak, mm-hmm. and start to go, okay, 
how, what are my morals? What are my beliefs? My heart motive. What's my motive? Your yeah. heart reflective. Your heart. Mm -hmm. That's good. Your heart motive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, sometimes you don't even realize what your motives are when you're doing something. Totally. So you got to check, yeah. like gut check. So, so I just pray real quickly that everybody listening, that you're able to get some conviction from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And... Um, positive conviction, conviction mm -hmm. that's going to say, hey. Right. You and know? you know what? Often when we're in a state of sin or going the wrong path, do you know that it's really simply in the category of how your needs are being met? Yeah. Basic Often. physical needs. Yeah. Anything that, that composes, comprises our person, we usually get into error mm -hmm. because it's basic needs. That's even, a, that's like the most simplest thing you can look at. It's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, where mm -hmm. it's like you've got the First, you need to be taken care of physically, mm -hmm. you know, and then you get into being taken mm -hmm. care of emotionally and psychologically. Spiritually, mm -hmm. financially. Yeah, mm -hmm. all of that. Oh, my goodness. Family unit. But, but yeah, because of because we are hardwired with those needs, um, sometimes we, we end up idolizing those mm -hmm. things that yeah. feed us, too. So, mm -hmm. oh, my gosh. We yeah. could go on forever about this. True. But... Let's not. <laughs> I know. I'm like, let's not because we've already given you guys homework. Uh, praying, praying and, and asking Holy Spirit to reveal to you uh, those places where you can improve, become more positive, get closer in relationship mm -hmm. to God, and uh, mm -hmm. spend some time with Jesus. Yeah, guard your heart too. Mm -hmm. Guard your heart in this process. Yeah, for sure. Because the enemy wants to mm -hmm. take that. Mm -hmm. over completely so yeah all right guys well spread the word be you share you bye, bye. production and editing done in-house at hardwired for life music by alexander nakaranda at degenerate blues